0: Hey friends, I'm Sierra, And I'm Caitlin. And we're friends. But we've never met each other in real life. That's because technology allows you to feel like you're virtually best friends with everyone that you meet online, which is pretty
1: cool. Through storytelling, we're able to learn about other people's passions and drives
0: and hear what makes them unique. We want to hear your story so that we can become virtually best friends.
1: Hey Sierra, how's it going? Happy February. Hey, hey,
0: Caitlin. It's going well. Um, pretty stoked about a new month.
1: hmm For sure. And this feels it's kind of crazy. I think January just really flew by for sure. And now here we are. Brand new
0: month. <laughs> so many things happening in January. Um, I kind of talked about this a little bit, but you know, that whole idea of there just being so many crazy happenings on Wednesdays in January. And so there was the insurrection, there was impeachment, there was the inauguration. And then um, someone tried to put the everything that's happening with Wall Street right now, the stark markets, (laughs) as the next Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) And it tickled me. I don't know a lot about stocks or anything, but people are really up in arms about the whole Reddit GameStop situation.
1: I know. And I actually was just about to say that. I saw the GameStop story last night when I was watching. This is really fascinating. So yeah, for sure. Wednesdays, what a trend in January. So here we are, brand new month.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into our thumbs down, thumbs up. We decided that it's kind of better to uh, get the the downsides out of the way before we do our positives, just so that we can end things on a positive note. Caitlin, what was your thumbs down this week?
1: You know, it's been a pretty good week, actually. It's been kind of busy, but I like having the productive kind of busy, and it feels like the last couple of weeks have felt kind of weird just with everything else going on in the world that I think I was kind of feeling a little bit off. And this week was definitely the first week where I felt more in the rhythm of getting things done. And I just felt more positive about things. So I don't really have many thumbs down. The only thumbs down that I can think about is I checked out a book, an audio book on my Libby app, and I had completely forgotten about it on my phone. And then it, of course, left my Libby app because I had ran out of time. And now I have to wait eight weeks before getting that book again. But it's fine. There's there's so many other good books to read right now. And in retrospect, that's a really small
0: thumbs down. So I'm okay with
1: that. How about you? Hey,
0: it's still a thumbs down. Um, I don't have anything too bad either. I think the most unfortunate thing was that I got my sister a present for Christmas, and we were both really excited about it. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Crate Joy, but basically oh. they have a bunch of subscription boxes that you can choose from, and you can send them to whoever you want, and they'll get a notification on that day saying, hey, you're getting sent this box, and then it just gets mailed out when it gets mailed out. So. I sent it to her for Christmas, but they only mailed them out once a month. So it was like it missed the cutoff. So it was supposed to come this month and it said it was delivered, but it was not at her house. Oh, so no. we're both kind of sad that she doesn't have that present and we have to figure That's out true. what to do about it.
1: That's the biggest bummer. Can you report it to somebody? Cause I know sometimes those companies have those return policies or can't or didn't receive this.
0: Yeah. um, I have to look into it a little more. Um, From what I could tell, there wasn't much, but we'll we'll see. And I always feel like kind of bad, especially when they're like smaller companies and things like this Um, and where the products are getting sourced from. I'm just kind of like, you know, it's hard to make a fuss, but this is definitely something I would want her to have.
1: Totally. Oh, that's a big bummer. Okay. Fingers crossed that that shows up at some point. Okay. Sierra, what was your thumbs up for the week?
0: Thumbs up. Um, I feel like I've been a little all over the place. Like, I'm not sure how to choose one, which <laughs> sounds like, oh, you have too many thumbs up. Like, <laughs> what a problem to have. Um, no, it's a good thing. I think that one of them, oh, okay, I know. Actually, I have Oh, okay. One of the thumbs up, I think I would say is that I just got some books in um, from places you get books. I don't know. But (laughs) I got some books (laughs) because (laughs) Phoebe, who we've had on the podcast before, but she recommended some romances to kind of get you into the February mood. And I was like, yes, all into that. Let me grab a few. And so two of them came in today. And I'm so excited to start reading one. Um, I kind of got back into my reading rhythm when I finished reading um, *Legend Born*, which was so good. I like and, saw that on your stories. Oh my gosh, it's like 500 pages. And like, I ate, I ate the book up and it kind of just made me want to keep reading, you know, so I'm trying to keep writing this wave and just read more instead of going to bed with the TV on type of situation.
1: That's such a great way to go to bed too. (laughs) Go to bed with a good book.
0: Yes. What about you? What was your thumbs up this week? Uh,
1: I think my thumbs up. So we did a supply pickup with all of my students. So I'm teaching online this year, if you haven't heard, and I have a lot of students online and I haven't been able to see them in person. So we did a social distance pickup today outside um, for all of their second semester supplies. And it was so good to see their little faces and they showed up in their masks and you can just see the eye smile of just how happy they were to be there. And thankfully it was a really nice day. It snowed earlier this week. So we were able to be outside and actually do this. So that just warmed my heart so much. I think, I don't think we all realize how much it like impacts us to only see people online, that being able to see people in person was just icing on the cake. It was just so good to see their, their sweet faces. So even though I only saw them for like two minutes, still made, made an impact feeling much more energized. So it was really good.
0: Oh gosh, yeah. A similar thing happened to me today, but not quite, but that was also like in the running for being my thumbs up was that we were doing some testing for um, a meeting that we have coming up at work. And we had to go into these breakout rooms using, um, a software that we use, I got to talk to two of my coworkers, like in a way that wasn't just, you know, we're here for business type of situation, like just really catch up for a quick minute. And it warmed my heart. I hadn't been able to talk to them just like for fun in so long. And it just really made me miss the office a little bit. Like, I love yeah. working from home, but that small interaction was enough to just like bring me up for the day.
1: That's awesome! It makes such a big difference to have that personal connection too. Good weeks for sure. <laughs> for um. Okay, so we are heading into a brand new month, Sierra. How are you feeling about heading into February? Anything you're looking
0: know, for, Caitlin? February is literally my favorite month of the year. Um. <laughs> I know I say a lot that I have favorites, and so I just want to specify that my favorite months in order are February, which is Valentine's Day, um, Black History Month, my birthday, just so many great things in February, and then after that it's October because, you know, your girl loves fall, and then December because of all the Christmas lights, and just, the time to get together, you know, when it's not a pandemic. Um, Previous years, it was just being able to spend time with other people and just taking in that holiday cheer. So February tops the list for sure. I'm just excited for all the hearts, all the pinks, all the love, all the friendship, all the just relationship (laughs) of the month. Four.
1: Sure. Definitely a month that feels very hopeful, especially when it's usually colder outside. It's so nice to have something bright and cheerful. February feels like kind of a beacon in the middle of winter.
0: Did you ever, um, well, maybe not did you ever, but do you remember just that feeling of getting to send out Valentine's Day cards or like bringing candy for your class? Like yes. I miss that all the time. (laughs) Oh my gosh, me
1: too. And my favorite, I just throw back really quickly. I loved those little plastic cards that you could buy and you punch them out in the grocery store. They're like super cheap. And I know they still sell them, but I haven't bought them in a couple of years. And they were just so fun. Like the designs that were on them. I remember the old Disney Channel characters that were on like some of my favorites,
0: Oh, good times. The cheesy messages. Like, it was always such a big deal. It was such a big deal which cards you chose that year. Like, like who gave the best Valentine's Day cards? I to do Fun Dip. Fun Dip was my um, choice for it, which, you know, they didn't have anything too crazy sayings on it, but I love Fun Dip. And then my birthday is actually the day after Valentine's Day. So because... February. It usually was a snowstorm or things like that. So when we didn't have school for an extended period of time, and it didn't seem feasible to give out the Valentine's Day cards that you already purchased, I would just get to sit and eat all of the fondant myself.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is great. Quite the sugar high, too. I feel like Fun Dip was the best candy to get on Valentine's Day. And it was always so perfect for Valentine's Day too. Did you ever make any fun Valentine's boxes to collect all your Valentine's in?
0: You know, I don't think I really did. I think the most effort that we made as a school, as a class, was that we would um, do paper bags so like brown paper bags and then decorate those some and that's kind of just the way we did that totally
1: yes I remember those they were so fun what a fun and just a great day and then eventually in middle school I remember you could like pay to send carnations to people too <laughs> and it was like 50 cents or whatever, like a quarter to send it. And it all day, like all these carnations were being delivered. And you're like, oh, will my secret admirer send one? <laughs> oh my gosh. So many
0: memories. I you were taking me down memory lane just thinking about even just the like, oh my gosh, like so-and-so got this huge teddy bear like in what? high school. And who was that from? And wondering if you were gonna get anything or like. If you were dating, which, by the way, I am a single gal. Caitlin is engaged. Um, So I have always been one of those people where it doesn't matter to me if I'm in a relationship or not. I still very much so love the holiday. And I just love seeing the expression of love to other people. Like, even when it's just another couple, like, I love seeing it.
1: Yes, I am so with you. And I think even before Ryan and I were dating, I still loved Valentine's Day because of that friendship component and doing things for Valentine's Day to celebrate my friends. And even when we were dating, I still loved prioritizing like, hey, let's have some appreciation for one another and our gal pals and just support one another for sure. So I think friendship is such a huge part of this month.
0: I completely agree. And because of that, we actually decided that we wanted to do a friendship series, mini series, if you will, on the podcast. So the next couple of episodes are going to be friendship themed. We're hoping to have some exciting guests. So definitely stay tuned for that. But today we're just going to be talking a little bit more about like what friendship has meant to us through the years and kind of how we've been navigating that in a pandemic world and i mean after all the podcast is called virtually best friends so let's get into the friendship topic
1: yes absolutely so the first thing that we've kind of brainstormed especially now that we are in our 20s we've been out of college for a little bit um and we have definitely had our career experience. So I think it's fair to say that a lot of friendships take on situational patterns as well as we grow. And that's just something natural that happens as you move on from high school to college to beyond or wherever you find yourself in the world.
0: Totally agree. I think, um, The challenge of friendship is that when you're younger, like you said, friendship is very situational. Um, You're friends with the kid across the street or you're friends with the people in your class, um, especially in small towns or, you know, people that stay within their districts. It's like, yeah, these are the people I go to school with and these people out of these people are my chosen friends. Yes. Yes. And those friendships definitely, you know, some of them really do stand the test of time and that's really great and that's lucky for you. And then some people go on to college and you meet these new friends. But sometimes you also realize that just like you're growing and you're changing in age, I think your friendships begin to change as well. Um, One of the hard parts about being an adult, I think, is just kind of understanding that sometimes you may outgrow a friendship or sometimes the friendship might change and it's completely natural. It's totally okay Mm -hmm. for that to happen, but it can be hard. Like I feel like friendship breakups are worse (laughs) than relationship breakups sometimes.
1: Oh, for sure. And I think part of that is just, you know, it's tough to recognize that maybe you as a person have changed or they have changed or, you know, where you're heading in life and maybe of different goals and different aspirations has changed as well. And and sometimes that's hard because you definitely, like you said, you have usually a mourning period that you go through as well when you lose some of those friendships or when things just kind of change a little bit. I know it was I really, really struggled after college because I was really close to all of my college friends and not being around them anymore was was really, really tough, especially being in a different time zone and in a different state. But I definitely think that you know, it really is a great opportunity to seek out those friendships and maintain them, but also seek out new friends wherever you're at as well. Um, I know I personally read a ton of friendship articles after college. I read as many blog posts as I possibly could. And it's always so comforting because even though sometimes you might go through friendship changes and you feel kind of alone, it's comforting to know that other people have gone through the same thing. And chances are somebody else out there is also looking for friends too.
0: You kind of experienced something similar to me. um, But I feel like on a more extreme level, because you went to school out of state, like you said, um, I think I kind of experienced the same thing where I was like, oh, I'm no longer right across the hall, (laughs) right next door to these people that I consider my best friends. um, Because, you know, you leave college and I live an hour or so away from there. And a lot of them still lived in the same area. And I think it was hard to kind of be like, okay, how much of my life is going to revolve around this specific area? And like, I don't know if that's a weird way to put it, but I felt like I only had friends in a place outside of where I was. Mm -hmm. And like you said, I think it's important to kind of find ways to build these friendships where you are as well. Maintain those. Like I still have great friends from college, but I realized that in order to kind of be happier, like, I don't know, but to kind of feel like I had a support system up here, I had to figure out how to make some new friends in my 20s.
1: Yes. And it's almost different because like you were talking about, when you're in elementary, middle, high school, when, even when you're in college, you have people everywhere. A lot of people, chances are they'll have the same interests as you. Chances are that you will have the same classes together and you're kind of forced into the situations, which kind of helps to garner and build those friendships. But then when you get into, you know, maybe your workplace, you don't necessarily have people, your same age, which also kind of provides a different gap. And I think that's actually been a really interesting experience I know for myself um, some of my my favorite people that I work with are definitely not in our same age category but I just love talking to them so I think there, with it comes kind of the ability to gain wisdom from maybe older people who have worked In the field longer, or maybe you just connect with somebody else that you just don't expect to connect with either, or maybe you stumble across random people on social media that somehow you stalk and then you become friends with them. (laughs) But, you know, totally besides the point.
0: (laughs) I agree. I think that it's like one of those things where um, I I kind of keep people in different groups, if that makes sense. So, um, like you were saying with this coworker aspect, you have these different people, you're all coming together to with this like similar goal but you're exposed to different ways of thinking you're exposed to different age ranges I used to have so much fun chatting at work with some of my coworkers as one of the younger um people in the office and kind of just just being who I am and having them kind of be like um okay, like, is this what the kids are doing (laughs) these days or, or Sierra, what does this like Instagram thing mean? And I'm like, oh, well, let me tell you, let me tell you the tea and just have those types of interactions, um, which are really nice. But I also think that it's important to have some interactions outside of that. One thing that has really helped me with making friends as an adult, is just making sure you put yourself in those spaces it's kind of like dating which i think i've said before but it's weird like where you want to in order to find people who have similar interests as you you have to go out and do those interests like you're not going to find a new friend sitting in your house um i mean virtually yes you can but in general you have to go out to those places so I was able to make some really good friends just by going to the gym and just like taking those steps to actually talk to people. Like it was really scary at first. I was the person in the back of the class, but eventually just kind of talking to people, I kind of like gained this gym group of friends that we would always like talk and hang out. And we see each other more than like my coworkers in some case, just because we used to go to the gym like every day. Um, so highly recommend just thinking of something that you're interested in, whether it be a book club, which I've also made friends that way. Um, or I don't know, sitting in the cafe, but taking that chance to like say something nice to someone and like you just never know what's gonna happen outside of that.
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. And this actually made me think of it. I could not agree more with what you're saying because there's huge benefit to going out and maybe checking out like a local rec center or community board of, okay, what activities are going on? Cool. There's a rec volleyball league. Great. I'll go try it out. And I mean, chances are if you don't meet anybody, well, you don't meet anybody. It's not the end of the world. You know, you tried something and you put your foot out there. I think sometimes that's the hardest step is just being willing to put yourself out there, but it can be so helpful in the end. Like you've had such great experiences with your gym group and that's got to be, just the best feeling to have that kind of support and especially in that community too, to just cheer you on and keep you going.
0: Well, uh, I feel like we should stick this disclaimer in that maybe this may not be the best way to meet people right now because of the pandemic, (laughs) but in general, this is the way that we found has worked. Um, Oh, I have a story. So similar interests. We, you know, about Carly and I, have been obsessed with Carly, who used to be the college prepster and then she's Carly the prepster and Now she's just Carly. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, to be honest. So I'm not going to try. But <laughs> <laughs> I think um, she had a meetup. She had a, a meetup at um, Tucker Nook in Georgetown, and I went there. And I was secretly there because I was going to be working on her post. But I was also there because I love her. And um, this girl. Like, two girls actually just started talking to me. So I was like, you know, I'm here by myself. Let's chat. Clearly, we have something in common. We live in this area. We love Carly. What else is there? Totally. (laughs) But um, from that, actually, um, one of the girls, she was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I live in Alexandria. Like, um, if you ever want to work out or if you ever want to do this, like, I'm going to hit you up, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, okay, like, yeah, that would be cool. Like, not really thinking anything would come out of it and she hit me up she invited me to a book club with her friends and then like from that point i've gained friends just from meeting someone at a blogger meetup for someone else like it's the strangest thing so cool but i just love that that's our story like we totally credit carly for meeting each other.
1: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So, and as you were saying that, so I'm still really good friends. One of my dearest friends I've known since second grade and um, she doesn't live in Colorado anymore, but I've just been so grateful for her friendship over the years. And that friendship has kind of morphed and changed a lot. And when she got married a couple of summers ago, I started connecting with one of the other bridesmaids. I was in her wedding that I was with and like completely random, I had met this friend, years prior. And now she's one of my closest friends. And I just love her to death. Shout out to Shris and Kira. But anyway, just kind of funny that you meet people in these random places and they turn out to be some of your closest friends and people that you just connect with. I've been so in awe. I, actually, the other day I was at my local Barnes & Noble and this girl came up who I'd never seen before. And I was looking at the records, at the vinyls, and she goes, nice purse. That's awesome. And it was kind of bizarre, to be totally honest with you. I think since the pandemic, like, I haven't really stopped and talked to anybody in stores because I try to limit how often I'm in the stores. But it was like, that's kind of a cool way to connect with people. Like, you know, I hope that continues when masks are off and we can stay at stores for a little bit longer than a short conversation compliment, but totally. You never know where it'll get you.
0: I love that so, so much. I am definitely agreeing with that. I think with the pandemic and with mask, um, it's harder to do that little, those little expressions or things that are like, hey, I'm friendly, like, nice to see you today. Like, look at me smile, but you can't see it type of situation. Um, So I've been trying to make it a point to, or try to remember, like, you know how great a compliment feels and sometimes like you're walking yes. and you think these things you're like wow like those are really nice shoes or like her outfit she's killing it today or yes you have these little thoughts but you keep them to yourself right like it's like no one just goes around spewing them all the time but with mask and with the way things are and I feel like people are just happy to have any kind of social <laughs> interaction
1: Absolutely.
0: I've been trying to do that a little more lately too. Like trying to remember that, you know, if we just say these things, like you can brighten someone's day with that. And I know that it makes me feel good when someone says something to Right. So I actually, this is so
1: funny you said that. I think, so I showed this video to my class this morning. It's from LifeFest and it's called kindness boomerang. So you're welcome to YouTube that if you want. But it's this really cool video that demonstrates the power of one single act of kindness can have this ripple effect on so many other people. And we were just talking about how basically if you are being positive to somebody else, you never know what kind of impact that could have on that kind of person or what kind of foundation for friendship that could build too, because sometimes it's just the littlest thing. So even if you're online, like complimenting someone on their their Instagram post or reaching out and saying, I'm thinking about you, it it goes such a long ways. And man, we could make such a big difference too. I think sometimes with the pandemic, and I'm definitely this person too, where I tend to try to stay away from people. And especially when I go places but it'll be so nice when we can actually be close to people and kind of set to motion those blocks of friendship. I'm getting all (laughs) sentimental.
0: Anyway. I feel like I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Just, you know, the things that I miss being able to do to casually hang out with people. I haven't seen some people in so long, like literally some of my friends have had an entire pregnancy and baby and I haven't seen them and I think that that's just insane but I love what you were saying about even these virtual connections which is something that we both talk about a lot but I think that that's a great way to build friendship as well just reaching out to someone that you watch their maybe you watch their content all the time or maybe you see them on your feed or you connect somehow But just taking a second to be like, you know, I really like what you've been doing here or I really like this aspect or I hope you have a good day. And I know that that just means the world to me, especially when it's like a little different, you know, like someone recently sent me that like I don't typically talk to. She sent me video and I was like, oh, no, what is she (laughs) Me. Yes. Sometimes I have these moments of fear, like, oh no, like what is this person? Like, I have never I don't talk to you. Like, is it yeah. what is this? Um, but she was just like, hey, like we met this one time, and I just wanted you to know that I've been loving this and that and that so far. And I was like, wow, like
1: oh, that's so <laughs> sweet.
0: Heart. Like I so sweet so i love voice memos i'm a fan of just dropping in on someone um i know when i was sick like people noticed i was gone and just kind of reached out and were like yeah. hey i just want to know how you're doing and that was nice especially as someone who doesn't have a lot of people around them um yeah so definitely and then some of these people i like legit consider my friends like You know, Caitlin and I, really great friends, never met. Like, these virtual friendships, I think, can also do a lot, especially in the times that we're living in right now.
1: Absolutely.
0: Have you had any friendships that kind of um, changed with the pandemic
1: That's a good question. I don't know if it's necessarily friendships that have changed, just like the means of checking in and the means of communication. Cause I have one thing that I love to do before the pandemic. We have a big park in Denver that I live nearby called Wash Park. And we, I love going with friends and going for walks around there. My roommate actually introduced me to this and we would go get coffee beforehand and go for a nice long walk. And it was such a refreshing way to do like a pick me up at the end of the week. And I think I know I've definitely missed that. So it's been a lot of virtual happy hours, which is I'm totally okay with. But no, I think in some ways, it's just made me even more grateful for the people who are in my life at this point in time. And it just has made me very reflective of the value of friendship during this season. How about you? Have any of your friendships changed? Or
0: I think so. I mean, I don't think I know so. I feel like there are a couple people who we were acquaintances or we were friends, um, or loosely associated. And I feel like some of those friendships definitely strengthened during this pandemic, which I appreciate so much, like just to call one of them out. My friend, Sarah, like we were already like good friends. She's one of the people that I met because of someone I met like (laughs) through that Carly experience. Um, And we were close friends, but we're definitely like friends of a friend. And then like throughout this, I feel like she has just been someone that I could count on, especially when I was going through a lot of things like emotionally, she was there for me. And that was really nice to see and that's like no shade of course to any of my other friendships or anything like that but it was like cool to see how some of them kind of deep some of my friendships kind of deepened during this time just because there were other ways to communicate it wasn't reliant on purely who am I meeting up with like who am I spending my time with over the weekend it could be who's checking in on you like who are you checking in on um who are you sending mail to (laughs)
1: Absolutely. And I will definitely admit that I'm one of those people who I truly do have like a fear of missing out, or at least I did before the pandemic. And your point about who's checking in on you, it really is just about quality friendships. What are you investing in people? Is it just to be friends? Like, is it just to have a number or is it somebody that you really care about? And how can you continue that friendship during this time? I think that's been almost helpful too. Because in a lot of ways we have social media, even before the pandemic, it was kind of a, Oh, look what I'm doing. You know, let's post about these, all these cool things. Well, now we can't really do anything that's cool. And it's all about going back to basics. What does it look like to be a friend?
0: Yeah. So what does it look like to be a friend? And I think mm-hmm. that it's very similar to long distance friendships. So I have a, a lot of long distance friendships and My best friend is one of them, and that's a friendship that I hold near and dear, but it has changed a little bit in that we're not meeting up as often, but because we're so used to being long distance, I think that that was kind of an advantage to us we're able to we know what it's like to only be able to communicate <laughs> using FaceTime or or texting or sending things to each other you know so i think that that's one advantage of just trying to navigate friendship during a pandemic is when you're used to not being able to see your friends but um along with that i think one of the ways that i've just really been trying to keep my friendships going is that um I've been trying to get more into this idea of like sending letters, which I really like. And honestly, it started because of Caitlin. Um, We would send (laughs) each other mail and um, now I'm trying to spread that love a little more. Like who can I send a card to just like as a little like, Hey, how's it going type of situation? Um, Or also just kind of, like you said, scheduling these like random times. I think I've definitely kind of, fell off the virtual happy hour thing. I had a lot of them in the beginning of the pandemic. Yes, and I probably. think I kind of just kind of was like, meh, I don't know. But I definitely still do like FaceTime. I still try to make sure I'm interacting in some way um with with people I care about. And I think it's also important to note that sometimes, you know, people don't have the capacity for that. And that's okay. okay. Um I think that friendships look different. And some people are people that you, you know, check in every once in a while, but you guys are still great friends. And there's some people that you may need to give a little more attention to. Um, For sure. But that's okay.
1: And I think you your point about over capacity too, I think since we're all online, there was definitely a point when everybody was like, I, I don't really want to have a happy hour anymore because I'm tired of being on this camera all day, which is totally understandable. And I think we all also hit the point of like, what's new? nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still inside. Like we went for a walk today. Great. And that's totally okay as well. So don't take it as like a guilt if you're not having a ton of conversations all the time, because I think we've all been there this year and no, it is totally okay.
0: <laughs> totally. I think it's also, it's like one of those love languages things too. Like yes. I know that there's this pressure to be like, oh, okay, make sure you're FaceTiming everyone. Like, who have you talked to today? Check in on so-and-so. And And that's great. I do think that that is an important aspect of trying to keep friendships alive during a pandemic era. But I do think also that there's people that, need different things and that's, that's okay. Like some people need to be in contact with, need to be talked to all the time. And you know who those people are. Like, you know, the people that don't text first, unless you text, like that doesn't yeah. mean anything is wrong. It's about right, totally. it how they communicate Yeah, and it's fine. Yeah, exactly.
1: And it'll be really so sweet to have so many reunions when we can. Oh. I just, it makes my heart so happy to think about that.
0: Oh. it makes your heart happy? I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm getting to that point where it's like, uh, will we ever, like, we will. will we ever we get will. to see these people Positively again? Uh, <laughs> I hope so. I, I hope so. I
1: know so. I know so. We know it. We're going to make it happen. We're going to ride on Caitlin's positivity right now and <laughs> just, total
0: just say we're going to make that happen. But um, are you doing anything special for Valentine's Day this year?
1: Not that I know of right at the moment. Man, it's the pandemic. How about you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. My usual go to is to send some type of Valentine's Day card and call it a day, especially now because there's more. We can't do like a dinner or something. So I think I'm going to send a couple people in the mail um, something in the mail. And I try to, like, sometimes I try to rotate. You know, I'm like, who am I sending this to? Um, But I'm one of those people that will write you a love letter (laughs) in a way where I'm just like, I just want you to know you're amazing. But that's just who I am.
1: Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's fantastic. I love that. And I think letters, especially this year, are so important. I actually need to. I had as a kid a wax seal and I thought it was just the coolest thing. And I need to bring it out because I think that would just be the coolest thing to wax oh, seal. So, so fancy. Some Galentine's letters.
0: Yeah. Actually, matter of fact, Caitlin, whose turn? Oh, I think it's my turn. I was about to say, whose turn is it? I think we've we've stopped exchanging <laughs> our letters because we talked every totally. really
1: Yes. No, uh, no worries. I, I think we're, we're all good. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe you'll get one of those, like lizzie mcguire disney channel valentine's in the mail one day
0: (laughs) oh my goodness that's actually a good idea i actually got some um i got some random Valentine's cards actually i designed them but i got some and i was going to send those postcards out but i like your thinking bringing back the high school, I mean, because I was still doing it in high school, but I, I was still oh, doing it sure. in college, let's be honest. But <laughs> bringing back those cheesy little Valentine's Day cards and sending them. Oh, my gosh. And Caitlin! The puns. The puns are the best part. Ooh, okay. New plan for Valentine's Day. If you oh are God. someone on my Valentine's Day list, just pretend you didn't hear this um, and act surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Hello.
1: <laughs> yep. So... Wow. We've got some great stuff coming up this month that we are super stoked for. And as we've said, we love Valentine's Day. There are so many great things to celebrate, especially the friendships in our lives. So we'd be curious to hear how you're planning on celebrating those friendships this month as well. And we've got some
0: exciting things in store. Yes, yeah, so definitely stay tuned. We'll be back on Thursday with another episode of Virtually Best Friends Pod, maybe with a surprise or two. You never know. But until then, totally reach out to us at Virtually Best Friends Pod on Instagram or virtuallybestfriendspod.com on the internet.